Welcome to this podcast by City Point Church, Redcliffe. We are so happy you could join us and pray that the following message will encourage and empower you. I want to talk about what happens when you say yes to God. There is a supernatural power when you say yes. You know, I've heard some testimonies from some of the red frogs uh, that have come back this week and the moments where they said yes to giving up a week of their life. They said yes to actually serving and safeguarding a generation and I've heard the power of that yes. That yes, where they step through the doors, some of them have actually saved lives, literally. The power of your yes. Right there, saying yes to that moment, that cause has opened a door so that you could step through and actually, what? Save a life. When you say yes to God, you say yes to the calling of God around your life. You're not saying yes to something that is mediocre, something where you just sit back on a seat and just say, you know, your kumbayas and pray and do all that thing. You're saying yes to the call where you're stepping out onto the battlefield and you're saying, God, here I am. I'm going to preach your gospel. I'm going to live a life for you. Or is that just me when I say yes? Have you actually ever thought about what you're saying yes to? You're not saying, hey, yes, Jesus, just be Lord, be Savior of my life. You're saying, yes, be Savior and Lord of my life. In other words, what you're doing is you're saying, God, here I am. Take all of me. What do you want me to do? Well, that's not a bit convenient, is it? No, it's not. The Christian faith is not convenient. Well, the Christian faith is not convenient. For some of you tonight, you've been sitting in the chair for too long. I want to say this. When you say yes to God, it means that you're going to get uncomfortable. It means that He's going to ask you to do a few things. And you can say no, and that's okay, because He'll go to the next person and ask them. And they'll say yes, and they'll change their world that they live in. Well, well, because I'll, I'll say this, is we're a church that is on purpose. We're not here just to come. We're not here by happenstance. We're here by purpose. Tonight, you are here by purpose. You are here by purpose. You said yes to God. You are here by purpose, not happenstance. God has called you into this place. He's called you to be with these people. Why? So that you can change your world. So that we together, the church collectively, can actually say yes and see God breathe supernaturally upon it. It gets me thinking every time, this time of year where Christmas is upon us, we celebrate the virgin birth. Has anyone read that story? Everyone thought about it. Is that it's a time where a miracle takes place. You have a young girl who is about to be married, Mary. And all of a sudden, this angel pops up, Gabe pops up. And he says to Mary, hey, listen, you know what? God's chosen you to have his child. Uh, A young girl, 14 years old, like, I don't think so. (laughs) What would be going through your mind right now if an angel popped up and said, you know what? Hey, listen, 
you're going to conceive, you're going to have the Son of the Most High God. And salvation to a nation, to generations, will come through your womb. What would have you said in that moment? What would, you, what would have been your response? What would have been your time? The teenage girl just standing there and all of a sudden, the weight of the world, the salvation of humanity has come to her door, knocking and saying, hey, listen, God has chosen you. You know, I find this is that this teenage girl was called to help God bring the answer. He was, she wasn't called to help God just come and pray about an answer. It was actually a time where God said, you know what, I'm just not inviting you to pray. I'm actually inviting you to bring the solution. An angel is knocking on the door. In Luke 1, 30 to 38, it talks about the story. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and, he shall, and you shall call his name Jesus. <laughs> you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great. And he will be called the son of the highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom, there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be? Since I do not have no, or I have not known a man. And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that the Holy One will be born, will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month of who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. How's that? With God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed. A young woman with a willing heart said yes. She said yes. Her yes changed the world. Her yes influences our decisions today. What would have happened if she said no? Nope. No. No. God, it's a bit inconvenient right now. No. I'm about to get married. No. But you know what I find in life? Is that women say yes a lot quicker than men. Have you ever noticed that? Like, my wife will dob me in for no matter what. She'll say yes for me before I have a chance to think about it. Every husband agrees with me right now. They've experienced it. 
It, it, and what I find is women just say, yes, you read through the Bible and it actually backs up this fact. <laughs> Listen to the uh, message this morning from Romeo, amazing message this morning. But what I find with guys, are, and think about it, like Moses was a yes, but Moses was there. He actually came back and gave God four excuses of how he couldn't serve God. How inadequate he was. I have, have, a, have a stutter. I have blood on my hands. I have murdered someone. Couldn't you choose someone else who's a bit pure? But God, he actually looks down and he goes, you know what? You'll do perfectly. And the reason why he chooses that person is because everyone else looks in and realizes it could only be God. Because they could never do it in their own strength. Because they actually don't have the ability to it. God breathes upon it, the supernatural. And then all of a sudden, your yes changes generations to come. Jonah. Hey, Jonah, I want you to go to Nineveh. I want you to go to that place and and tell them I'm disappointed. I want you to go and tell them to repent. What does he say? He's like, no, they're my enemy. No way am I ever going to bless them. No way do they deserve salvation. I'm not going. No, he jumps on a boat. He goes the opposite way. What happens? God says, hey, listen, I don't really like that answer. I don't like that answer. Jonah spends three days in the belly of a whale because he said no. He's in the belly. He's there. And I reckon God's around with the angels just looking down going, are you ready yet? Come on, son. After day one, no, I'm not doing that. You know, sometimes we have tantrums. Does anyone have a tantrum? And so you just sit there and you're like, no, I'm not doing it. Like Carolina asked me to take out the bins during a movie. No. (laughs) Haven't you done that? No, I'm watching my movie. No. Like I reckon Jonah was in the bail. You know, no. Are you ready yet? No. Day two. Are you ready yet? No. Day three. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. God has this way of getting his own way. Okay, God, you've got my attention. I'll do it. You know, Mary's yes changed generations to come and the world in which we live today. I love a statement by Richard Branson. He says this, if someone offers you an amazing opportunity and you are not sure you can do it, say yes. Then learn how to do it later. The story of your life. Hey, Dave, just say yes and learn how to do it later. And when when something comes by and you know that it's God speaking to you, just say yes. Yeah, God, I'm inadequate. I I don't know how to do that. Well, Moses didn't know how to lead a nation. There are people throughout the Bible that said yes to God. David, a young boy, said yes. He stood on the battlefield, just said yes. You know, we need to be able to just trust in God. And when we step out in the yes, he breathes his supernatural power upon it. And so tonight I want to give you three things that I believe when you say yes, happens around your life. 
The first thing is this, is when you say yes, it breaks the survival mentality. When you say yes, it breaks the survival mentality. You know, during our formative years, we are exposed to no because it depends on our survival. Do you realize that? We are exposed to no in our formative years because it's essential to our survival. Think about it. As a kid, your parents say no. Why? Because they want to protect you. Hey, hey, Judah, don't run out onto the road. That's a freeway. No. Stop. Why do you say no? Because you protect. It's a survival thing. It's, hey, if I run out there, a bus will hit me and I'm gone. It's a survival thing. And so as a young person, as, a, as we're growing up, we hear the word no. Did you know that by the time you reach adulthood, you would have heard the word no repeated 50,000 times? And, and I know for some of you, it might have been 100,000 times because I know you. But we've heard the word no. So all of a sudden, because it's been spoken over us, we have this thing where no is like our, our survival mechanism. It builds a mentality of survival. And so when we say yes, we're, we're breaking that mentality. We're breaking that mold. In comparison to the word yes, it, when we've reached adulthood, we only hear it around 7,000 times. It's no wonder self-criticism weaves or cynicism weaves itself its way through our psychic. It becomes embedded in our subconscious and we cease taking risks. We cease taking risks because we don't want to be hurt. Because we don't want to step out. Playing it safe diminishes living a a fulfilling life. It blocks opportunities. It actually blocks opportunities. How many times have you retreated because you didn't know how? Or you've retreated out of fear, out of self-doubt, where you should have stepped forward and said, yes, I'm here. Yes, I will take this opportunity. The power of yes breaks the survival mentality so that we can step into the realm that God wants us to live. Tonight, Do you need to step into the realm where God wants you to live? Do you need to break the survival mentality? The second thing, it makes room for a miracle. When you say yes, it makes room for a miracle. By saying yes, we invite possibility into our lives and the ability to learn what our God is capable of doing through us. Let me say that again. When we say yes, we invite the possibility into our lives and the ability to learn what God, our God, is capable of doing through us. I love it. When you say yes, you realize that God wants to work in you and through you. Everyone in this building right now, God wants to work in you and through you. The virgin birth, I, I, I think right there, that is a miracle. It's a miracle. Right there, it's a miracle. Martin Luther, 
a figure of the reform movement in the 16th century, he wrote this, the virgin conception was God's greatest miracle in Mary's life. But the fact of her faith in God was perhaps her greatest miracle of all. Not the miracle itself, but actually the faith that she had in God, that he would do what he said he would do. Now, sometimes we go around, we chase the miracles, but God's just asking us, what, are you willing just to say yes? Are you willing to have the faith just to trust me? You know, she, she had every excuse under the sun. Every excuse. You know, God, I, I'm about to get married. What do you reckon Joseph's going to say? You know, God, you know, it's, it's not really the perfect timing for me. You know, God, do you realize how things are supposed to happen in the Christian world? Do you know what people are going to say? Like, I'm, I'm pregnant and I'm not married. Do you realize what's going to happen here? This is back to front, but God's like, no, I'm in this. I'm here. This is what was written about. Mary's willingness to submit and empty herself of her rights to even her own body yielded the greatest miracle in history. She yielded her rights of even her own body. You know, in society today, it's all about me. It's all about me and my feelings. And please don't hurt my feelings because my feelings are feelings and they hurt really badly. But in society, it's about feelings. Is it, let's not offend anyone. Let's not hurt anyone. Let's not, let, it's, it's about the feeling side of things. And I don't negate the feelings, but there comes a time where we need to live above our feelings. We need to do what's right for those around us. We need to do what's right for society. We need to do what's right. We need to put ourselves aside. And this is what Mary did. She gave of herself. She emptied out. She's like, you know, it's not, yeah, yeah, it is my body. Yeah, I do have rights. But God, right now, you've asked me to be this vessel to bring a miracle to the generations to come. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. Let's do it. Don't be the one to block the miracle. Don't be the one to block the miracle. Don't be the one to block what God wants to do in and through you. Don't be the one that God wants to use or who God wants to use to bring revival to your community, to your school, to your workplace. Don't be the one that says no. Be the one that goes, God, I know it's going to be inconvenient. I know I may be talked about. I, I know that you know, it's going to, uh, but God, I will do it. When you speak, I'm in. The supernatural starts with a yes. And it makes room for the miracle. It makes room for the miracle. It makes room. The supernatural, the yes, it makes room for a miracle and it breaks the survival mentality. And the third one tonight is this, is that it takes you into your future. If Mary hadn't have said yes, it wouldn't have taken her into her future. 
the fact that she said yes, it took her into her future. You know, why are, why are we all here? If not to live our highest and fullest version of our lives, then why are we here? If we're not going to live the fullest version of our lives, if we're not going to put it all out, why are we even existing? Why are you even here tonight? God has more for each and every one of us. When God gives you the option to say yes, it means that he believes in you and together you will be able to achieve his purposes. It means that you and him together will achieve his purpose for your life. You know, sometimes we are waiting on God for the yes. And I, I speak to a lot of Christians, I speak to a lot of people and they're, they're like, you know what, I'm just waiting for God to give me the go ahead. I'm just waiting for God to give me a yes. You know, He's given me a vision, He's given me a purpose, but I, I'm just standing back. I'm just waiting for permission from God. I'll say this, is that God is probably just still waiting for your yes instead of the excuses. Well, I'm just waiting for God to say yes and I'll go and do it. But he's like, well, you know what? I've asked you to do something. I'm just waiting for you. I'm just waiting for you to say yes. 2 Corinthians 1, 19 to 21. Puts it this way, for the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who is preached among you by us, and this is Paul, by me, Sylvanus, Timothy, was not yes and no, but has proved to be a yes in him, true and faithful, the divine yes, affirming God's promises. For as many as are the promises of God in Christ, they are all answered yes. So through him we say our amen to the glory of God. Now it is God who establishes and confirms us in joint fellowship with you in Christ and who has anointed us, each and every one of us, empowering us with the, with the gifts of the Spirit. A yes and an amen. A yes and an amen. He's waiting. God has already given us a yes and an amen. He's already intertwined us with His Spirit. And when we say yes, we can outwork His purposes. We can move into our future. The Word itself is empowering and inviting. The Word. But He's waiting. When you say yes, we do more, we create more, we live more. When we say yes, we do more, we create more, we live more. I never want to get to the end of my life with, I should have said yes. I wish I'd taken the opportunity. I never want to get to the end of my life where I go, I should have said yes. How many people throughout history have said no and missed the opportunity that God has had for their life? 
think of the story of Reinhard Bonnke. He talks about it all the time, is that he was never the first chosen to go and minister, to preach to millions of people through Africa, to have the vision of a blood-washed Africa. And he says that I was never the first choice, but I was the one that said yes. He states in some of his literature is that he was like the third or fourth chosen where people before him were asked and they said no, but it came to him and it was a yes. It was a yes. Friend, tonight, don't let regret, don't let regret get around your life. Is that regret is the biggest risk of all. Saying no. Today, will you say yes and amen? to the things of God, to the purposes of God. Will you move into your future? Will you move into this next season, into this next year, saying yes to the purposes of God that He has for your life? It breaks the survival mentality. It gives you freedom. It gives you hope. It gives you life. It leads you into the miracles that God has for you. And as it leads you into those miracles, as you start to see those miracles, it leads you into your future. Friend, tonight, will you say yes to the purposes that God has for your life? And for each and every one of us, I know that those purposes are unique and only you can fulfill because I know that an angel didn't knock on my door and say, would you conceive the virgin birth? Because he had a unique gift for me, just as he has for you, just as he had for Mary, for David, for Moses, for Jonah. But it's just saying yes to what God is asking you to do. And in this day and age, He asks all of us to share the gospel. He asks all of us to stand and declare the Word of God. And as we do that, we see the supernatural power go forth and we see lives transformed and changed through our faith and obedience to Christ. Friend, tonight, will you say yes? Thank you for listening. We pray that this message empowers you to unmistakably influence your world for good and for God. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, congratulations. This is the beginning of a life-changing journey. We would love to see you at one of our many City Point Church services across Brisbane and the world this Sunday. You can find out more about our service times and locations at citypointchurch.com. We're so excited to see you there.